Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 930 in 716. We passed the safe fact and now we want to take it to the next step. Raising a red flag about the red flag bill. Teachers are there. Uh, to teach our children. They're not there to raise our children. That's a parent's responsibility. What we need to do is we need to identify from the earliest age those students that are exhibiting and families that are that where the family has problems, that the student is exhibiting violent and disruptive behavior. I'm Tim Wenger on 930 in 716, powered by the Brothers of Mercy, a five-star rated skilled nursing residence offering affordable living in a country setting. Governor Andrew Cuomo riding a school bus around New York State to highlight his proposal to allow parents or teachers to petition a judge to remove guns from the homes of troubled students. The governor admitting the bill is not likely to pass the Republican-led state Senate, but says the state can't wait for the federal government to act. The proposal would authorize teachers, school administrators, parents, all to ask a judge to evaluate a child they believe is a threat to themselves or others. The judge could then order the confiscation of firearms in the child's home. The next step is what's called the red flag bill. Also common sense. If a parent knows or believes a child is exhibiting disturbing behavior, and possibly violent behavior, the parent has the legal right to go to a judge to have a hearing to do a mental health evaluation on their child. Why? Because in a parent's DNA, every cell says protect your child. And if you believe your child is mentally ill, You want to get your child help. You know the first person who gets killed when a mentally ill young person has access to a gun? That young person. That young person. Either through suicide or getting involved in a dangerous situation where they wind up getting killed. I have three young girls. Not so young anymore. If I thought they had a mental health problem and they were dangerous to themselves or others, I would want to do anything I could to protect them. Of course, give me the right to talk to a judge and respect their due process and let the judge do an evaluation. The second part of the red flag bill says if a teacher believes a student is exhibiting dangerous behavior, give the teacher the right to go to a judge and ask for an evaluation. The teacher can do it directly, or the teacher can go to the superintendent, or the teacher can go to the school nurse or the school psychologist, but give them the right to go to a judge to get a mental health evaluation before, God forbid, something happens. 
Why wouldn't you give the teacher that right? Slow down, says one regular contributor to WBEN. Teachers are mandated reporters anyway. I think it's a little redundant that uh, he, he tried to pass legislation saying the same thing again. Miguel Rivera, firearms expert and owner of Rivera Investigations with Susan Rose and Brian Mazurowski. Um, uh, and then and putting this kind of decision-making process on the teachers themselves, I think is a bit much. Is the decision really on the teachers here? Might teachers feel like, okay, I'm reporting this and then this will go through the court system. All I'm trying to do is kind of raise awareness. Hey, watch out for this person or this family. There might be something going on. Well, and, and here's the catch. Um, uh, understanding that teachers are mandated reporters and then dealing with that Obama second chance um, uh, legislation that was passed in the schools where actually the schools could decide whether they reported something or not. Now he's trying to pass something that's saying, okay, teacher, you make, or administrators, you make the decision whether you're um, a danger to yourself, a danger to anyone else, and then let the administrators make the decision whether they're going to call the authorities and have the authorities come in and then go further with whatever they have. I, I think it's a bit much. Um, teachers who are already mandated reporters, I think that second chance thing needs to be looked at again uh, because that, that's part of the problem. It's actually paving the way uh, f- for students to do certain things, and there's no repercussions for it. Are we giving teachers too much responsibility? Absolutely. Absolutely. Te- teachers are there uh, to teach our children. They're not there to raise our children. That's a parent's responsibility, uh, and they need help. Uh, if you look at the student-to-teacher ratio, it's ridiculous. You have one guidance counselor in the school for how many kids? So if, if the guidance counselor gets to speak to, uh, uh, you know, to one child within a two-, three-month period, they're doing pretty good. I think um, I think a lot of teachers would agree with you that they they have too much responsibility, but they might also say that you know that responsibility is there just because they're not getting the attention at home. They're interacting with some of these kids more so than a lot of the parents are. So maybe are they the best qualified to be making decisions like this? Well, I I think it would be best suited to put other programs into place. You know, you need more guidance counselors. You know, maybe you need some more uh, uh, counseling. Uh, 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 program set up for parents, for kids, uh, you know, whether they be single parent or, or, or whatever the, the problem may be. I'm not saying that that's the actual problem, but whatever the problem may be at home, there has to be avenues to receive that other than saying we're putting this decision on the teacher. Teacher, you make the decision whether you're going to call 911 or go into family court and, and get an order of protection uh, so that way law enforcement could go in and confiscate whatever they deem uh, is, is necessary. We're talking about the red flag bill, Governor Cuomo's own legislation that he wants passed by the state legislature with Miguel Rivera. He, Miguel is a firearms instructor. He owns Rivera Investigations. And the red flag bill essentially would allow school employees, school officials, teachers to initiate gun confiscations from the homes of troubled students. Miguel, do you find that this might be subjective? You know, I think so. Uh, uh, as, as we kind of spoke on earlier, uh, this has nothing to do with trying to fix the problem uh, of, of, of your active shooters or your incidences in the schools. All this is doing is putting forward another piece of gun legislation, uh, trying to go after the, the uh, person or persons that are they're acquiring their, their permits in, in the proper manner. That's all it is.
You know, it brings up so many interesting conversations, both about the environment in school and at home. Um, wh- why don't we start in school, in the classroom? We were talking a little bit last segment about the responsibilities that have been placed on teachers and how it's really expanded over the last, you know, 5, 10, 15 years. And now this might be adding something new into the mix. Uh Is that an unfair responsibility in your mind? And, you know, where does that responsibility fall from teacher and home life to make the call on how a student may be feeling or dealing with some problems? Sure. Uh, You know, again, and, and as we spoke earlier, I think the responsibility of raising a child belongs to the parents. You've made the decision to have a child. It's your responsibility to raise it. Uh, It's not a teacher's responsibility. Uh, I I remember when I went to school, um, uh, you know, some kids, the only breakfast they got was during the breakfast program uh, going to school, uh, which which was pretty sad. Um, And then we began uh, to talk about that second chance program. You know, we talk about uh, um, that the teachers make the decision whether they're going to report something to law enforcement or not. You know, dealing with my kids, I've always taught them right, wrong, or indifferent whatever decision you make, there's going to be a consequence for it. Whatever action you take, there's a consequence for it. Um, and, and they have to expect that. You know, we, we spoke on uh, uh, a young man uh, goes to school. My son got caught in a parking lot. Uh, he's selling his mother's scripts out, out of his backpack. Uh, school uh, authorities are notified. Uh, they go over. Uh, they check the, the young man's backpack. They find a pocket knife, Right. Was 9-11 notified? No. Because of the second chance um, a legislation that was put through, the school can make the decision whether they're going to call the authorities or not. So what does a kid get? He's not taken out of sports. Um, he's not uh, suspended. There's no um, uh, paperwork generated. He gets in, in-house, in-school suspension, which means he sits in a study hall listening to his headphones for the rest of the day. He's not considered a threat? I, I would have said he was a threat. You know, he's, he's, selling, he's selling prescriptions. He's carrying a knife. Uh, there again, you're laying something in the hands of a teacher that is actually sent there, not to raise your child, not to pass judgment on your child, but to give some type of discipline and teach. Uh, we're putting an awful lot of responsibility on a teacher's shoulders where I don't think should be there. And I think a story like that would probably, in your mind, go to show that something, you know, maybe this law could be passed, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the uh, even whether it's to the letter or the spirit of the law will be followed through in every single individual school across the state. Sure. I, you know, uh, I, I, I think uh, the student-to-teacher ratio is, is just horrible. I think we need more guidance counselors in there. You know, you, when you start speaking on violence in the schools, we start talking about looking at the root of the problem. You know, is it, is it the, the lack of respect for uh, life? You know, uh, do they need guidance counselors? Do they, do the, do, does it go home? Do the parents need counseling? You know, is, is it a mental health issue? These are all things that need to be looked at. You know, we, we got to stop thinking that the one pill is going to take care of it or one avenue is going to take care of it. We're joined live in studio by Miguel Rivera. Miguel, you've been saying uh, with this law that it really doesn't change too much with what's already on the books and out there. No, I, I, I mean, it sounds very, very familiar with laws that are already in place, responsibility that's already in place. Um, You know, as as a teacher, as a parent, you know, if you see something and and it looks like something's going awry, uh, you you know, the the actions of of your children aren't where they should be, 
Um, there's always counseling that can be uh, uh, received. There's always mental health, uh, family court action, uh, you know, whatever it is. It's, we have to understand that it's our responsibility as a parent to be responsible for what our children do uh, and, 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 and the way they're taught. Um, you know, teachers, again, we spoke on teachers being mandated reporters. Uh, that's already in place. If if a teacher sees uh, something going on with a student, um, you know, whether they're bullying someone, whether they're being bullied, uh, you know, whether they feel something's going on at home, that needs to be reported. There should be no chance that it's left up to a teacher or the administrator or someone in the school whether they decide if it's severe enough. Uh, should report it or not. And that's that second chance legislation we talked about. So if the laws are already there, is this then just making a political point? This is just a, a political point. It's squawking. It, it's making uh, it's making an attack on gun owners, uh, having everybody freak out, saying, listen, this is just another avenue or another bill that I'm going to pass because it'll be the first time it's ever been passed. New York will be the first. Um, and uh, I want to be president, so I'm going to put this on my resume. What we have to do is find out what causes a student to want to even have a gun in the first place to do something uh, wrong. Even the head of the Buffalo Teachers Federation, Phil Rumor, has some deeper questions on how to identify troubled students and homes. Our teachers, our number one concern that teachers have in the building is um, disruptive and violent behavior of students. Uh, behavior that in too many schools goes uh, unchecked, um, unanswered, and unaddressed. Um, what we need to do is we need to identify from the earliest age those students that are exhibiting and families that are that where the family has problems that the student is exhibiting violent and disruptive behavior. And we have to make sure that we then refer them so that they can get the help that they need so that the students and the rest of the students in the class can learn and they don't feel that they're in danger. That's not happening. And too often in the schools right now, what happens is a teacher sends a, a violent and disruptive student to the office, and that student sent right back without having anything happen. That's, that's where we have to start this. Uh, when it gets to the point of having to worry about whether a student has a gun at home or not, Yes, I guess so, but, you know, we should address the problem before that. Phil, do you welcome this type of legislation? We had a firearms instructor earlier who joined us and said, teachers are already mandated reporters. We don't need more legislation. Well, teachers are mandated reporters, and, you know, I I think, as as I said before, you know, this legislation is fine. I guess it's a political type of thing, you know, for the governor to come out and do, and I think teachers would like to have some way of assuring that, um, if there is a violent, disruptive student, that uh, somebody at least checks to see whether there are any firearms in the home so that nothing can happen either to the student, to somebody's family, or in the school. But they're missing the point. The point is that we have to do is start as early as possible, and we have to be able to identify the students that are having violent and disruptive behaviors, and we have to do something about it before it comes to the point that you have to worry about them having a gun. More as the Red Flag Tour continues. That's 9.30 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 